Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, MVP it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! All right, we have just passed 3 o'clock Eastern time as we sit down to record this. The NBA trade deadline has come and gone. The Bulls did nothing. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. They did absolutely nothing. You heard the rumors. There was a lot happening at once, a lot of three-team trades. Every team, it seemed like, had five second-round picks to trade for somebody. We have so much to dive into. And I mean, when I say so much, it is a jam-packed show we've got for you in a very special edition I believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench mob member and Tennessee Vols, C.J. Watson. C.J., it was all quiet on the Western Front for the Bulls in the last month or so. Seemed like it stayed that way despite some rumors, so I guess they're going to stick with this thing. Yeah, I think they're going to stick with the roster they got, and they must know something we don't. So uh, I guess they like it, and they're going to roll with the punches and see see what they do. Now, we're recording this before our tourist, Karnaschovas, meets the media, and he is meeting the media. The Bulls announced that. So I can't complain about him sitting there doing nothing. So that we don't know what our tourist is going to say, but we're just reacting to the action and for the Bulls, the lack of action right now. Again, very special episode today. Before we get to anything else, I have to tell you about our sponsor, betonline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from the NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. We're a couple of days away from the big game, by the way. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. What are you waiting for? Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And don't forget, we have an official t-shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, at shop.believe.com, the official store of the Believe Network. There's a lot of great stuff there to support the rapidly growing list of shows that we have for you. The official t-shirt of our program, though, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. The link is in my Twitter bio. Now that I have that back, by the way, that sucked, having four hours without Twitter in the middle of the trade deadline. And, I mean, the trade deadline... It delivered. I mean, it was. we talked the last couple of weeks. It was eerily quiet. You predicted some big things were coming, and boy, did they. We had an overnight blockbuster, Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns. We're going to talk about that a little later because that's got league-wide implications. But the Bulls stayed quiet. As widely predicted, the reporters around the beat said that was probably going to happen. And I, when I heard quiet, I figured, you know, they'd maybe make a minor move here. They made zero trades. What do you think? Instant reaction. Yeah, I was kind of shocked. Like I said, I think uh, they should have made at least, you know, one trade, if not something big, but something very minor to to bolster up the roster to help to help with the playoff push. But I said, I'm very shocked that they didn't make any moves at all. They just stayed put. Now, this isn't to say moves can't come. You got the buyout market now. Mm-hmm. There's gonna, I feel like there's going to be a lot of players on that buyout market. I mean, last yeah. year you saw them 
didn't do anything at the trade deadline. Went and got Tristan Thompson. I thought he played well, as well as, you know, he could for his age. And considering he's on my TV right now, that tells you what he's doing now. <laughs> like, I thought it was a decent pickup because he didn't give up anything. So right. you can make moves in the buyout market. And rumors were flying today. Joe Cowley at the Sun-Times said there were conversations with the New York Knicks centered around Zach Levine. The potential trade package thrown around, this is from Behind the Bucks, a reporter, I think, named Jake Weinbach. Wasn't sure how serious to take this, but I heard it on the radio. So like this is apparently a legitimate source. The hypothetical trade package or the one that they could have been talking about, Obi Toppin, Derek Rose, Evan Fournier, Quentin Grimes, three first-round picks for Zach Levine and Goran Dragic. To me, if you're the Bulls, yeah, you do that. But apparently the Knicks had some hesitancy, and obviously that trade didn't end up getting done. But I like right. that they were swinging big, though. Yeah, they, they definitely, you know, if you're going to go for a player like Zach, you got to swing big. You got to make it uh, worth the other team's while to, you know, take that risk. You know, continuity, I guess, is the addition at the deadline because you still, Vooch is still there. The expiring contract is still a thing. I, I still, so you're expecting an extension, I guess, for Vooch because yeah. you traded all that for him. You gave up a lot for him. You're not going to let him just play out the contract, right? At least you shouldn't. Yeah, you should. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully extensions in the works and hopefully you don't want to let them walk in free agency also. So just for free. So like you said, they have to work on something is a big part of this team and hopefully a big part of the future. Like, I think the fact that they did nothing, they're clearly sold on this roster yeah. as is. And I mean, we've talked at length about the flaws that it has. And, you know, a couple guys that we wanted to see in, you know, if they were going to trade. Josh Hart's going to the Knicks. Gary Payton the second is going back to Golden State. Those are a couple of guys we talked about. Yeah. Last last week, I think we talked about those guys. Like, you know, the there were guys out there that they could have gotten. Now, a lot of second round picks on the move. Bulls don't have one because of the tampering with Lonzo, so that could have been a factor. But I'm still, I'm very disappointed with how this turned out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, I'm very shocked. I thought something would have been made. Uh, like I said, it's not major, something minor, but. Um, you know, like I said, they believe in this roster, I'm sure. Um, they must know something we don't know because they are behind the scenes seeing it every day, uh, day in and day out. And maybe they think, you know, just roster just uh, had a had a bad uh, bad first half of the season and hopefully they can turn around the second half. Yeah, that's what it's going to be all about because now the pressure's on, I feel like, yeah. right? Because you, yeah. you struggled like you did with this roster. You preached that you can still win with this group. Now you have to go win. Otherwise, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you got to win now. You got to shut everyone up. You got to shut all the haters up, the media, uh, everyone, and uh, just uh, make this, uh, you know, this rush this end of the year even more productive and better team chemistry, uh, more consistency, all that kind of stuff. Everything that they haven't been doing, they got to do it right now. <laughs> so we talked about how the players kind of handle the deadline going into it. Three o'clock Eastern comes and goes. No matter if your team trades the the whole farm like the Nets did, or if yeah. you do nothing like the Bulls did. What's that like from the player's perspective when the deadline comes and goes? Uh, at least you know you're going to be here for the rest of the season. Um, you're going to, you know, you still have a home. Uh, you're still wanted. <laughs> uh, you still have a role on whatever team it is you, you're on. And uh, you just got to go make the best out of it. And uh, the teams that are looking towards that playoff push and uh, into that play-in game, you want to just uh, play the best basketball you can play and uh, and just go from there. That's, I mean, that's good insight because, I mean, you, the rumors can be a distraction. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just the sure. reality of it, like especially with yeah. social media and – I've made it known I have my tweet notifications on for Woj and Shams. Like, and they were, my phone was going nonstop today <laughs> as they were tweeting left and right about all these things and all these deals. And I just, I said, I'd be disappointed. I really was hoping they'd do something. I mean, even if it was trading Tony Bradley for a pick, I mean, I want yeah. 
a move just to show you were doing something. And we don't know what the conversations were like. Again, we're we're recording this about two and a half hours before our Turner's current show beats the media. We'll react to that for our show on Tuesday. But I just everybody else it seemed like made a move. And I mean, we can go down the list of teams in the East here. Boston added Mike Muscala, great shooter. The Bucks added Jay Crowder, who's going to be your small ball four. The Sixers lost Matisse Bible, but they added Jalen McDaniels. To me, that's a really I think that was a good trade. The Knicks, as I said, added Josh Hart. The Hawks added Sadiq Bay. And by the way, James Wiseman's going to Detroit as part of that trade. Why did I list those teams in that order? In that order, those are the teams ahead of the Bulls in the standings. The Bulls didn't get better. They didn't get worse. Those five teams I just mentioned all got better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they definitely got better. I like the the move for uh, Sadiq Bay to the Hawks. I think that makes them uh, uh even better team. Great two-way player. Uh, I think he's a future uh you know franchise type player um but uh like i said the bulls didn't do anything I'm, I'm glad they didn't make a move just to make a move um so like i said they must really believe in this this roster how it's set up and hopefully they can you know um prove us wrong now for context the hawks did keep john collins no trade happened there so you you still got trey you still got yeah. Dejounte murray you've got collins you've got clint capella now you add sadiq bay to that mix At, atlanta i they got I think they got even better than people think. I think that trade is yeah. going to have a bigger impact than maybe people thought initially. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I, I love his game. I love the way he plays. Um, I think Milwaukee also got better. Um, they're they're definitely make a, a push to not just for the playoffs. They're trying to win it again. I feel like <laughs> they're trying to deepen their roster and deepen their bench. And uh, that's uh, and Jay Carr is only going to add that toughness to their team. I think I heard on NBA Today's trade deadline special that this is like the second straight offseason the Bucks made a move that's going to make them better. Yeah. I mean, you, they've, they've made these trades in the past. They've gotten better. This one, to me, I think Jay Crowder is going to be a great piece for them because they they miss P.J. Tucker, something fierce. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying Jay Crowder is going to be that level, but I think he's going to be that much of a spark, just enough to light that fire. Oh, by the way, teams above the Bulls in the standings weren't the only ones making moves. The Raptors, the only move they made was they added Jakob Pertl from the Spurs. They kept OG Ananobi. To me, the Raptors are now better as well. And the Pacers added George Hill. To me, these are all teams that got better. And if you're the Bulls, you're borderline play-in. I mean, you're you're sitting there as we as we sat here. There, I want to say what the nine seed because they lost a game they probably should have won the mm-hmm. other day. Um, but man, I mean, they lost to the they lost to the Grizzlies. The record right now is twenty six and twenty eight. Entering tonight's game, I can say tonight's game because we're recording this like day of, and I'm this dropping day of. They play the Nets tonight. They're the nine seed in the Eastern conference, you're in danger zone territory right now, unless you can land someone in the buyout market. Yeah. Someone that can really change the the retrospect of your team. And you got to win out from the, from here on out. You can't go uh, losing three in a row, four no. in a row, you know, winning one, losing two, you got to really win out and be focused and take every game, one game at a time and really just focus on winning it and doing everything you can in your power to like get up in that standings. Cause like I said, all these teams got better and the bulls didn't really do anything. doesn't mean they didn't get better or worse, but still I think all these other teams got better and it's scary for the bulls. They're trying to get to that play in. And I understand the Grizzlies game was on the second half of the back to back and they got John Morant back, but that game felt like it was winnable. They yeah. did. You can't score 14 points in the first and fourth quarter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that they did that thing again. They won three in a row and then lost the one where they could have gotten four in a row. Like you've yep. got you've got to quit with that because you could have gotten back to five hundred. And I mean Brooklyn now. So let's look ahead to tonight's game. Brooklyn, interesting spot right now because not only did they trade Kyrie Irving earlier in the week, but Woj at one thirty in the morning Eastern time, by the way, 
Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is now off to mm-hmm. Phoenix. And here's the full trade here. Kevin Durant, TJ Warren to the Suns, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. So Crowder went to Brooklyn. Now he's going to Milwaukee. Four first round picks and a pick swap are all part of this trade. So now if you're Brooklyn, you've lost two, you're two of your best players in Irving and Durant. The Nets are in an interesting spot, but I don't think they're bad with what returns they got. No, I don't think they're bad at all. I, like, I really like Mikael Bridges. I like uh, Bridges. I like Cam Johnson. I think those are two uh, good players. Um, I think Phoenix is gonna um, miss out on their defense that they bring in three point shooting. Uh, I think Cam or Mikael Bridges is getting better offensively. His game is kind of progressing. Uh, but like I said, I think there's not going to be bad, but they're still definitely in a rebuilding year. I feel like um, they're still trying to find their way. But Phoenix is going to be. Definitely another super team, I guess you can say, uh, with three superstar players and to see how they fare in the West West Coast is going to be uh, really interesting. Yeah, I mean, you look at Phoenix's lineup, what they can put out there. You've got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. Don't forget DeAndre Ayton is still there as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those four guys, it doesn't matter who you put in that fifth spot. I saw Torrey Craig as like the hypothetical three just because he's a lethal three-point shooter. Yeah. I don't know who's beating those guys. I really yeah. don't. Yeah, me neither. You're gonna have the the opportunity for Kevin Ryan to play one on one, Devin Booker to play one on one, and uh, you have DeAndre Aiden is uh, definitely a, a beast down there, uh, pick and pop situations uh, defensively also. But uh, Chris Paul's gonna be you know even better. I feel like because his IQ is gonna help you know Devin Booker and, and KD play uh, better basketball. Yeah, I, that that trade. I mean, that sounds like Kevin Durant wanted the Suns. Like that was the place he wanted to go. And unlike what the Nets did with Kyrie, they actually made it work with where Kevin Durant wanted to go. Yeah. You can read between the lines there as you want right. to. Uh, I mean, obviously Kyrie is in Dallas, but the implications for Brooklyn here, mm-hmm. we talked about Bridges and Johnson. Don't forget, they've got Spencer Dinwiddie back. They've got Dorian Finney-Smith now. Yeah, They've got, I mean, they're they're not like your super team, I'd yeah. say. It's not like they have a big three, quote unquote. Yes, they've still got Ben Simmons too, but I mean, I got my thoughts on Ben Simmons as a player mm-hmm. anymore. But, mm-hmm. you know, they've got guys who can, be big contributors and don't forget cam thomas is dropping 120 points over three games too yeah. like who knows if that's sustainable right but to me to me brooklyn is not a team to take lightly at all after everything they did yeah i don't think so either i know jock is going to have those guys playing in the high level uh in his mind i'm sure he's not thinking about rebuilding he's thinking about where they are in the standings now and just trying to get better and still you know compete for a playoff spot so the moral of the story here as we're going through this we have talked about the teams that have gotten better the teams that have made trades. And I just want to know, and I want to get your thoughts on this. What does this say about the Bulls front office that all these trades happen? And I know you said you didn't want to make a trade just to make a trade. You opted for continuity and your star player's name was out there in trade talks. Yeah. What does this say about the front office going forward? Cause they've been quiet now the off season and back-to-back trade deadlines. Um, maybe they just didn't have enough to give up or they didn't want to make any moves to, you know, give up something that they didn't feel like they got enough in return. Um, you know, it's kind of goes both ways as you're sitting in the front office. Um, if you're not going to make your team better, then then why make a move? I feel like they might wait to the free agency, uh, the market and see if anything's better. And like you said, also the buyout market, I, I think really, uh, I was just thinking about this. John Wall could be a nice potential point guard for the Bulls, maybe if they uh, if he, uh, seeks to buy it or whatever. So um, I think there's options uh, for a point guard, maybe just to help bolster the team a little bit, just to you know move up in the in the playoff spot. That's an interesting idea. And let's talk about the buyout market because there's a, a name that the Bulls are connected to almost immediately. The Lakers, by the way, the Lakers. Before I get to the buyout here, how about <laughs> the moves the Lakers made at the trade deadline here? I mean, yeah. I, I, D'Angelo Russell's coming back, by the way. Yeah. And I mean, 
that that was the big domino getting rid of Russell Westbrook. So you've got D'Angelo Russell coming back. They traded Patrick Beverly to the Magic. They got Bone Bomba coming in. With the, I could make the references to the song, but I'm not going to. I'm not. I don't want to do that because I don't want to say some of the words. But you know, I feel like the Lakers had a good deadline. I thought they did well. Yeah, I thought they did good. They, uh, I think they get, they got definitely got better, got younger. Um, I think uh, they got some outside shooting that they definitely needed. Um, so it's definitely going to pair well with AD and LeBron. So. Uh, we'll see how it all works out, but I definitely think they got better. I don't think they're still championship material, but they're definitely going to be better. Yeah, I mean, that's all you want is to be better. And yeah, if you yeah. can get yourself in the playoffs. like Yeah, anything can happen it. from there. Yeah, You got LeBron and AD, don't yeah. make the playoffs. Like th- that, yeah. There's no reason that team should be missing. I mean, it's disappointing for them to make the play in, but right. you, know, you got to do what you got to do. If you're struggling, yeah. and the I heard Dave McMenamin, on ESPN made the, he had a source tell him that trading Russ was like getting a vampire out of the room. <laughs> right. I don't know how to read it. I don't was Russ that big of a problem. I mean, yeah, I think he gets a bad, you know, just of the stick uh, a lot of the times just because of the way he plays and I guess his reputation maybe, but I don't think he was the whole problem. Um, this outside shooting is definitely uh, a part of the problem. I'm sure. But um, like I said, I don't think he was the whole problem, but you know, it just doesn't work sometimes with, with certain players. You see, here's my thing with Russ. He can't be Ringo. He can't be like, I mean, you use Ringo. You got the Beatles, John Paul, George, yeah. Yeah, John Paul and George are the front man. You had Ringo playing the drums. Mm. I mean, Russ cannot be Ringo. He can't be your third option. I feel like if, if yeah. you want to get the mm-hmm. most out of Russell Westbrook, and I think back to the year, he set the triple double record. He has to be the guy. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to be that way in Utah, but if he yeah, stays I, there. Yeah, I don't think he says that. I think he goes to uh, the Clippers, I feel like, because they, they just traded John Wall in their other point guard. Uh, so I think he goes to the Clippers, and um, I don't even know how that's going to work because his shooting is you know, is, is still bad, and especially in this day and age where three-point shooting is uh, is how you win games this, uh, this, this, uh, in this era. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. If he, if he starts, if he comes off the bench and, and is the man off the bench and primary score. So it's going to be interesting to see all these teams work out and if their moves uh, really uh, were good moves or bad moves. Or if the lack of moves was right. a good thing or a bad thing. But you're, you're wondering here, why are you talking about Russell Westbrook so much? I mean, if he's not going to Utah, why are you talking about him? Because the Bulls were a team that Chris Haynes from Bleacher Report connected to yeah. Russell Westbrook as potentially being interested in his services. And I texted you that, and I'm going to use the same How I Met Your Mother reference I made the other day. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's exactly what I wrote in the rundown, too. I just wrote no a bunch of times. Like, yeah. I'm surprised the N and the O didn't fall off my keyboard. <laughs> I I want nothing to do with Russell yeah. Westbrook in Chicago. I don't think it's a fit at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a fit either. Uh, like I said, those qualities and the, the way he plays, uh, I don't know if that matches up with Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. But like I said, it, it could work. But I, I like to see maybe John Wall or some type of point guard like that, uh, you know, in that position if they look into the buyout uh, area. You think John Wall still got something left in the tank? A little bit. I mean, uh, he doesn't have to play a lot, you know, because they come off the bench or and, and just be a leader, uh, score when you need to, and just be that spark. And I think he could be maybe – I don't think it's going to be like a long-term thing. That's the thing with the buyout market. It's going to get right, you to yeah. the end of the year. So, yeah, that's all you I mean, need right now. <laughs> the, the thing with his skill set, too, you haven't seen it a lot because he sat out in Houston. That was a yeah. weird situation. And now I just love that he's going back to Houston. Right, I know he's yeah. not going to stay there. He's going to get bought out. But just the optics. When I saw Shams tweet that John Wall's going to Houston, I'm like, we're, we're doing this again. Right, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we'd see that again. So, I mean, I know he's had his share of things the last couple of years. And that's been contract related, I feel like. So get him through the rest of the year. And maybe 
he could probably be the difference, I'd say, because I've been calling for a point guard. I think he'd fit that model. He's what you need. Yeah, yeah, it's a point guard. Yeah, yeah. everyone has been wanting and that we need. And I think uh, definitely he's been there before, had deep playoff runs, experienced players. So I think he can really help and maybe, you know, mentor uh, a guy like Io. That'd be great. I mean, yeah. I think we've talked about Io. He's still kind of a project, I feel yeah. like. I mean, Patrick Williams is more of the project because, I mean, he was going from that sixth man to starter. I think Io's got the talent. You've seen it. I mean, I called him out last week, and he's been out there dropping 20 points a game ever since. Yeah. But, you know, more mentors for the young guys. And, yeah, it's going to be through the end of the season. I don't want them to, you know, if it works out where they can sign him to a team-friendly extension, fine. Right. But if yeah. it's through the end of the season, that's what I would see. So, yeah, I – I could get behind that definitely more than Russell Westbrook. My God. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, these, you know, uh, former all-stars or superstars got to really just take a step back and, and see how they can still help the game and help their team and still be effective in, in their roles. Okay. We've got a quote in here from Shams that I want to read. He's doing a show right now on stadium for the trade deadline. And he made the comments and this is fresh. I'm just reacting to this now. He said on a show that Toronto and Chicago felt like the East became more open because Kevin Durant's now off to Phoenix. Remember, Toronto acquired Jakob Pertl. And the quote here says, acquiring Pertl sent messages around the league that Toronto wants to win now with their talented roster. And that, that's from an aggregator who got that. So I, I just want to get your reaction to that with the implications here about the Kevin Durant trade. Yeah, when you have a player like that or like a guy like LeBron who leaves a conference and goes to a different conference, it definitely lightens the load and everyone's front office, coaches, players, everyone thinks they can make a run for it. It's definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's a good feeling. <laughs> it's like a weight off your back. And uh, Toronto has a has a roster to do that. They're definitely talented. And I think, like I said, they were my sleeper team at the beginning of the year. They're still uh, one of my sleeper teams. So I think they definitely can make some moves and make some headway. Nick Nurse, by the way, the pride and joy of the University of Northern Iowa. Shout out to Missouri Valley. That's that trophy mm -hmm. right here next to Walter Payton. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Like, you get a player like that out of there, it's going to open things up. And I think if if you got to – if I'm picking right now, it's Toronto over the Bulls. I mean, I think yeah. Yaka Pertle is going to be that good of an addition. They're already a big team. Right. Add him to that. I mean, I agree with you. I think Toronto's in a really good position right now. But that, that's just an interesting tidbit from Shams. And I didn't – I guess I – I guess I thought about it, but I didn't think about it. The fact that the yeah. Bulls didn't do anything in the, the, I, yeah, I'm going to say it. The best player in the conference is now off. Sorry, Giannis, but right. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's so, either Giannis so. or KD. And tomorrow I'd probably yeah. say Giannis is better, but right. I mean, you get, you get KD out of there and you got Brooklyn. Yeah. They, they don't have the big three anymore. And right. that was just an epic failure. I mean, my, what a, what a disappointment that was <laughs> 16 yeah. games, by the way. Kyrie, That's KD, terrible. and James Harden. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> I get putting. Uh, this is why I don't go all in in poker. It's because you do that, and that happens. Like, I've mean, yeah, yeah. been playing poker with my friends, and I, I refuse to go all in because I'm like, I know I'm gonna. You guys have something better than me. Yeah, like, I mean that big three. That's just an absolute disappointment. In yeah, when you have those type of players and those that caliber of players, you at least you know get to the finals. At least that's the the lowest that you should ever get to. <laughs> yeah, not win one playoff series. I mean, they right. won, they won one by the way, like it's yeah. not even <laughs> man, but you know, and, and looking at the, looking at Twitter here, uh, Darno Mayberry at the athletics says, keep on, keep an eye on the buyout market. Several point guards being traded today. Bulls could look to bolster their backcourt with a veteran. Yeah. If they're going to go that route, I'd agree with you. Let, let's think about John wall and yeah. see if they can maybe make that work just for the last how many games into this thing. Are we, I can never keep track. You're 54 games in do a quick math. You got 28 games left. I mean, yeah, I think from I, what I've seen, uh, like the last, uh, you know, beginning of this season, he's 
uh, kind of um, getting healthier or, and has a little bit left in the tank. Like I said, that's all you really need. You need him for this rest of this season and, and make a playoff run, and hopefully he can he can help, help you do that. Let me pull up his stats here because I want to see what he's averaging this year. Uh, I just want to see – let's see. This year, basketball reference is going to be the way to go. He's played in 34 games this year, 11.4 points, 5.2 assists. 40% from the field, 30% from three. I'm not really looking for him to be the three-point shooter, though. I'm kind of looking at him, like you say, control that offense, be the point guard. He averages nine assists per game in his career. Like, yeah. you can get him in a good situation here. You can get think about him with, with Zach and DeMar, especially. It takes a lot of the pressure off Vooch, I feel like, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, easily. Like I said, he's definitely he's not going to give you 20 points, but he can definitely give you double figures, uh, gives you some steals get you out in transition, uh, just make it easier for those for those guys. And that's what that's all you want. Yeah, and he hasn't played a lot in the in the past few years because again, he didn't play. He was hurt. He had a few injuries the year the the year the pandemic halted things. Came back, played 40 games in 2021. He didn't play last year because that was just because of the contract situation. I know there was a lot there with that. But I mean he there's a reason he was what he was. I mean I remember watching him at Kentucky like right. man. Like, I mean he was he's a he's a dude. And yeah. if, if he's got enough left in the tank, I, I mean, I trust your judgment a lot. Like, if you think he's got something left in the tank, I mean, you played the position like that. I can't behind it. I'll yeah, you. I think so. Yeah. Like I said, I watched a few games and he's had definitely the competitive spirit is still there. The the burst of speed is still there. Uh, definitely got better uh, three point shooting. So I think he's he's definitely, you know, one to watch. See, this is the benefit of having you out west is because I can't watch the West Coast games. Like, I'm not going to – I stay up that late, but when I'm up that late, it's like, okay, I'm going to go to bed and scroll through TikTok or something. I mean, right, I'm, yeah, yeah. whatever game's on national, like I don't I don't stay up watching. But you're out west. You get to see all this stuff. So, like, yeah, yeah. You, you can you get to watch this guy a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I got kids too, so I'm up, I'm up right. late to about, you know, 11, 12 at night anyway. So, I'm definitely yeah. uh, during that time, I'm definitely going to watch some basketball or at least try to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you you get to watch all these guys. So yeah, okay. So we can we'll, we'll log a pick in here for John Wall in the buyout market. I think that could be that could be interesting. And I mean, they probably you only need what one guy in the buyout, right? You yeah, yeah, just one. Yeah, just one is fine. Yeah, just what just whatever your team needs the most, and uh, you know, try to get that that player that position, and hopefully he can help you. Yeah, and if you can make a playoff run, I mean, this team you're locked in now, and yeah. your draft situation is terrible. Like yeah. you're you're locked in through the end of the season. Go on a playoff run now. Yeah, like, that's, make, that's what it's all it work. about. Yeah, just try to make it work with what you got, and uh, this is the hand that you're dealt. Let's, let's see what see what we can do. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if they back themselves too far into a corner with these tamperings and the second round picks because I mean, it just I've never seen so many second round picks get traded. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> some, some, I think it was Tim Reynolds tweeted that there's a high school kid in math class right now who just got traded because he's gonna be a second round pick in 2028. Like, I mean, right. that's like that, that's really good. That shows you like <laughs> the one that got me, Gary Payton the second for five second round picks. My God. Yeah, they must have I mean, won him good, back real bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a he's a good player. There's a reason he's one I threw out there for the Bulls to go after. Yeah, five yeah. second round picks. My goodness. Yeah, he's going to add some more defense like the the, the Warriors need. Um, you know, not really a great shooter, but definitely going to get out in transition and, and just help you defensively and brings that energy. And he's comfortable with the Warriors and they know him. He knows them. So it's going to be great. I mean, with a name like Gary Payton, yeah, I'd take his defense. 
all yeah, day, every day. Too, yeah. I mean, he, he yeah. took well from his dad. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. He had to learn something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why. I mean, he, he's the mitten. His dad's the glove. Gary Payton yeah. II is the mitten. I mean, that's why yeah. he, that would have been so poetic, too, if the Bulls did go get Gary Payton II after, you know, what happened with the Sonics and Michael and every taking yeah. everything personally. Like, that would have been storyline after storyline. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That would been crazy. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to monitor the buyout market here. It's going to get real interesting. We're at 2.30 here Central Time. It's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. Our tourist Karna Chauvis has not met the media. We'll react to that for our show to start the week next week. But instant reaction for the trade deadline today, all in all, I mean, it's now, the, the pressure is now higher than it's been all year because you didn't do yep. anything. I mean, you've got to go out there. You've got to prove, hey, this team can do it and the coaching staff can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is it. This is the what. This is what you wanted. Um, you didn't make any moves, so you got to really hone on, hone into these these players, this culture, and uh, just believe it, and hopefully they'll, they'll bounce back. Yeah, and I hope they bounce back in a big way here. Get get over 500, for crying out loud. Enough with yeah. this getting close and losing a game. Like Get yeah. over 500. You've got the guys. You, you can do this. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just win. You, yeah, just win, baby. Just yep, win. That's it. Simple. <laughs> yeah. So, again, we're going to react to the buyout market next week. I'm sure they're going to do something. I don't know when that's going to happen, if it's going to happen anytime soon. But we'll react to that. What Artur says about this team, we're gonna he's going to give us a lot to talk about, I think, for a couple of weeks here in that press conference. I'm going to be dialed in. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't normally watch the front office press conferences. I'm not going to turn that one off. I don't right. think. I think I'm going to be glued to that one. But right. all in all, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this special episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. This is our trade deadline special instant reaction. And I, I knew we'd have a lot to talk about today. I didn't expect us to have this much to talk about. And the fact that they... The fact that they just didn't do anything. I'm going to latch onto that for a while because I'm I'm really disappointed they didn't do anything. I know. I can tell. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I, I saw it. So Kevin Anderson at NBC Sports Chicago, he tweeted something right before the deadline. He's like, save your hot takes. I'm like, I'm turning my microphone on in two minutes. The hot takes are, they're gone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not writing them off for dead. I mean, right. I don't think they're going to fall, you know, into the worst team in the East. They're not tanking, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, you're still middle of the pack here. Just if they can go make a playoff run, I'll shut up. That's yeah. what it's going to be. And I don't yeah. want to play in. I want to be, I want that six seat. Go get that yeah. six seat. Cause I don't think they're going to be higher than that. Go make a run at this thing. Then I'll, yeah. that'll shut me up quick. Yeah. It's going to be tough. But like I said, everyone got better. So they just got to, you know, prove it and, and win. They got the, the players to do it. Just got to go out there and execute. Absolutely. Well, we'll see you back here to begin the week next week. Um, Enjoy the fallout from the deadline. I know we're going to try to enjoy it, I guess, right. and see what's going <laughs> to happen next. Uh, we'll see everyone back here on Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.